Hello and welcome to a final 2020 edition of our two Irish guys discussing software. Brendan, myself, Tomas O'Leary. How are you, Brendan? I'm good. It's yeah, been, I'm, I'm, it's good. To, uh, we we got here, which is you know, it's is, been a tricky year. Yeah, tricky year. Um, but we've had fun. We've it's it's been a blast. <laughs> no, we've had fun. Listen, we've had loads of people on our show. Yeah. We've done a show. We've um, had loads of new listeners. It's been a success, you know. Um, From a podcast perspective, yeah, I think it's been very good. Well, that's what we're here to talk about, yeah. yeah. Our podcast and how we got on in 2020. So we actually got a good little show here, shorter show than normal. We have no guests, it's just you and I. What we're going to do is the following. We're going to review 2020, okay? We're going to look at who we spoke to during the year, see if you remember them all. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, a, a, little little, a, a, little, a little test on that. Um, we'll have a look at maybe ask you your favorite stories of 2020 yeah, as there well. There are a few. There were quite a few. I've had a little bit of a review picked out of top Good. three or four. I always love your stories, great <laughs> stories. And uh, we're going to have a little tidbit, a look review of the best little bits from IBM. We have to talk about IBM. What did we see them doing in the marketplace? What did our spies tell us? What did our contacts in the market tell us what was going on? Good news stories, aren't they? Oh, they're going to like these stories. <laughs> they're going to like these stories. And we're going to finish up with a little bit of prediction for 2021. What do we think is going to happen? Um, we might end up mentioning a little bit of COVID, I'm sure, but we'll try and stay we'll clear. Amateur futurism. Oh, God. If, yeah. we can, if we can stay clear of that topic, it would be great. Yeah. Um, Listen, let's start with who do we have? We had a we had a cracking year, to be honest with you. We had some really, really good guests and, and that's one of our challenges for twenty twenty one. Who's gonna follow? I mean I, I had a couple of really good highlights from the year. I mean, one of my favourite ones was as our chat with Richard Beaumont early on at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, Richard Beaumont, you may remember, was the procurement specialist we had met in Frankfurt and yeah, I, yeah. I had met in Amsterdam kind of a year or so he before was great. that. Yeah. He- uh, he was particularly good because actually he was in Canada. Mm. He was stuck in Canada. He was in Vancouver, I think, was he? Or? Yeah, he was in Vancouver. He was stuck in yeah. Vancouver in a hotel room. His <laughs> wife was, I think his wife was sick or something, was something yeah, going on. Yeah. Anyway, he was brilliant, but he had they had to do the podcast for to- the toilet and he lost power in the hotel at one stage and he was working off his phone. It was the most yeah. trick and it was amazing. He proved uh, to be quite resilient, which yeah. we love. Uh, we had Dan Eilert, ex-Financial Times reporter and marketing guru and specialist came on the show. Um, he had loads of good advice for the mega vendors. Uh, we t- Martin Thompson from the iTerm Review does yeah, his own podcast. Yeah, yeah. Does his own podcast. Very good podcast as well. Um, we might see if we can get an invite onto his. You know, ah, a reverse invite. That's a very... Yeah, yeah. Just, I can't, we didn't get an invite. I don't know why we didn't get an invite. Martin Talk Thompson, <laughs> if you're listening, get that invite out. Um, yeah, so Martin Thompson, obviously, the, he is the Sam guru, if you ask me, and yeah, knows everything yeah. about... We even had kind of... Uh, Kind of people with with high IQs on our, our podcast. Certainly higher than ours. Yeah, you know, we had two doctors, uh, yeah. Doctor Amima Hyder and Doctor Christian Filoni. Mm. Uh, Very th- impressive. Oh my God! Listen, these guys. We didn't even understand the, the questions that alone the answers. <laughs> No, they know their subject matter. There's no doubt about it. Between data centers and security, we covered a lot there, yeah. and uh, it, was, yeah. it got very technical at times. Um, I love the chat with David Hool. Oh, fu- David, remember da- the futurist? Yeah, the futurist, yeah. I was, the f- I was reading his, his on his website last night, actually. Yeah, so seeing if I could see what his predictions were for 2021. Yeah, <laughs> and could I steal them? But more on that later on. But uh, 
Uh, yeah, he was the guy who said the 2020s will be the most disrupt- disruptive decade in history. Um, and he's not wrong so far. I don't think he predicted a pandemic, but I think he's probably not. He seems to be on the money. It's been Listen, very disruptive. He wrote a great book on 2020. Uh, actually, I've read it. It's a really short book, really good, uh, very insightful. Yeah, listen, that guy knows what he's talking about, so he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, want to pick a topic, go to his website on economics, philosophy, politics, you know, and this, yeah. his, his, his you know, future outlook. Yeah. You know? And crime probably doesn't cover crime because we had Chris White, ex-MI5. Oh, I love Chris. Remember the, yeah. the costume negotiator? Yeah. That was the best. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he quit, like that. What he described is almost identical to how a super, a super metaphor. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. we're going to talk about later some of the best bits from IBM and some of the other tactics that yeah. go on. The hostage. Yeah, well, we've talked about you know don't be held hostage for a long time. You know yeah. by the mega vendors, and he was on point. Yeah, a very interesting guy. Definitely worth listening back to that yeah. podcast if you haven't. Yeah, yeah, and if you do get arrested. We had a lot of lawyers. <laughs> we had we had well one protected. Of the, oh, we had ba- one, of the, one of the top IP barristers in Europe, uh, Guy Tritton. Uh, we had uh, Dan Shefford, who yeah, Dan Shefford, the man who took on Google and won. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Danish lawyer we know well, based in Paris, uh, is also advisor to UNESCO, to uh, the, Fre- the French government, um, lobbyist in the European Union. He's a fantastic guy, and we had. Only the last episode, Pam Fulmer. Pam was just brilliant. The nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what well, I've been going on about ABC, you know, for a long time? Always be closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as a sales guy. Another, I think we heard another version. Oh, yeah. yeah. Audit, bargain, close, Audit, tactic. bargain, close. Oh, my God. Loved it. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Some great nuggets of wisdom in those three podcasts if anybody's, you know, got yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All our listeners yeah, do, I'm we sure. We might do it yeah. in snippets of it or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else did we have? Oh, God, we had, remember Todd Uderstad? Todd with his own podcast. Yeah. Uh, from founder to They're CEO. Podcasts, yeah. Oh, my God. But do you remember his, the, what was the guy from MailChimp? MailChimp. And, his, uh, and the yeah. quote, what was that quote? The quote is, uh, no one is coming. Nobody's coming. Nobody's yeah. coming. Nobody's coming. Yeah. I mean, it was brilliant. Yeah. Because if you think about what's going on, it, like we're just in a situation here in Europe at the moment where borders are closed and no, there's nobody nobody came <laughs> nobody's allowed come yeah, and I was very poignant yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, you know I've read a couple of books about you know leadership and uh, and about what do you do in a crisis and who do you turn to but yeah. uh, that remark is definitely stands out yeah That's yeah great. for sure for sure we have Paul Arnrich specialist IBM mainframe guy uh, what was it Z Z <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Z system, system Z, uh, yeah, the mainframe. I don't know. I know. I mean, there was a to- the toilet from Japan that was called the, the System Z, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my son one wanted of your one of those. Favorite, yeah, was yeah. It? Well, he was delighted with the, the, the. He loved Japanese toilets after spending. I mean, a year ago, just over a year ago, we were in Japan. Mm. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't get there now. We'll be going back for a while. We'll be going back for a while. Oh my God, I missed that. But yeah, I, one of the things we did do, we predicted the IBM split. I know you're going to maybe touch on that later. Yeah. That, I think I, in podcast one, it came up. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is, we, this is podcast 20, you mm. know, which is the wrap up for 2020. But in podcast one, we, it came up you mentioned it you know what What are they going to do yeah um, you know should they split mm. so it's been on our minds for a while yeah and we talked about it to Paul and he was kind of he wasn't sure I think he poo-pooed the idea a little bit mm. but he, we, we, we were proven right yeah moments <laughs> later within a few weeks they, they, they were splitting the company um, and finally we had a very good friend and colleague Rowan O'Donoghue 
Uh, joined us for a first yeah. original guest. Yeah. Uh, took us 20 podcasts <laughs> to get him on. He did, but he was brilliant. And he came on with Christian Fellini. And uh, if you're, if you're any of you follow us on LinkedIn, you must check out his Christmas uh, jacket. Christmas jacket. Yeah. It was Special. very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the, in the photograph on, on, on LinkedIn. But no, we have... Uh, uh, a cracking cracking set of p- people we met yeah. and uh, really enjoyed yeah, it we review it that's a pretty impressive lineup yeah. so your challenge for 2021 is to see if you can make it as good as 2020 yeah I think yeah. actually one of my predictions 21 you're going to get all the guests in 2021 <laughs> you can come up with the stories <laughs> well then tell me about the stories what were the stories that you you loved because you had we had you had some to be fair you had some cracking stories yeah there were quite a few uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting year obviously you know we've had you know stock you know markets going through the roof we've had uh, you know the, the the coronavirus yeah moving everybody out to home working we've had acquisitions we've had mergers we've had divestitures um but the number one story of them all you know straight into number one without any hesitation was speaking of IBM and and our our prediction of you know 20 podcasts ago was that IBM would split I thought you were going to say the IBM, Zoom overtaking IBM in share price. So no, that's funny. Uh, yeah, actually, there's Zoom are 109, 109 worth 109 billion compared to, to IBM. I mind you, Zoom are also worth more than Boeing. So yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I, would, I wouldn't get into that. Let, yeah. let's, see, let's see what happens next year. But yeah, no, I, but you're right. Yeah, the split was a credible story. Um, yeah, but look, it's been coming. You called it. Uh, we, we've been looking at the at the numbers. Um, they, their their valuation has been dropping consistently over two decades. They were worth over 110 billion at one point. They're now worth you know less than less than 80 billion. When 110 billion was worth something, like yeah. like think about it, 110, 110 billion, billion today is probably relatively small compared billion, to you know, Microsoft 20, 20 or years ago. You yeah, know, that was huge. You yeah. know, I mean, 110 billion today. Yeah, look, Zoom is worth 110 billion. So yeah, uh, and what have they got? Um, you know, a work from home application, right? So, you know, an evaluation of 170 times revenue or something crazy like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a real company with great products, main mainframes, on-prem software, global technology business, but the, but everything's been kind of tanking ever since. Yeah. And, and we can probably talk about Ginny Romji in a minute, but yeah, she managed to take, you know, 20 billion off their, you know, off their, off their uh, annual revenues um, over a period of, of, of her tenure. 12 years, I think it was. Uh, Including buying lots and lots of companies. <coughs> they they yeah, bought hundreds spent, of companies. You know, 32 billion, um, you know, buying Red Hat. On its own. Um, but basically oversaw decades of decline, uh, you know, 22 consecutive quarters of declining revenue at one stage. Mm. Um, and... <coughs> And all during that period got paid, you know, gargantuan amount of money for doing so. So she must have had some stories. Uh, but yeah, so they've decided to sell off, uh, I suppose, the declining uh, GTS part of the business and keep the good bits mm. uh, into IBM. And the GTS business is going to be sold into, uh, it's been put into a company called Nuco. I haven't heard yet what Nuco is. Um, I think they've got to keep that name. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, creative enough to come up with something something different. But and then on the back of that, we kind of said, "Jesus, what's what are, what's going to happen to the workforce?" Presumably, you know, if if GTS is declining and their and their order book is declining, folks are going to lose their jobs, and that's exactly what we're now seeing all over Europe. That there is a, a term, a, a phrase we learned uh, during twenty twenty, which is being resource actioned. 
which we weren't sure what that was. That sounds like oh, I'm being actioned. Resource action basically means you know there's layoffs, and we've seen layoffs all the way throughout the, the, the globe. Basically, we've seen layoffs all the way down to Australia. Thousands of layoffs in Europe uh, on the back of uh, on the back of that that split. So yeah. a huge uh, resource action. It's like a term a lawyer would come up with. <laughs> now we, I know we, we yeah. like a lot of lawyers, and we had three yeah. three lawyer guests during the year, and actually one of them yeah. came twice. Guy. Um, but uh, yeah, resource action definitely too yeah. many too many lawyers in the room. Well, IBM have a lot of lawyers. I mean, even during the period of of Ginny's tenure over the, the, those twelve years, we talk about her in a minute. But uh, they were in court quite a lot, actually. About with with um, from what we read, uh, you know, with with uh, anti ageism mm-hmm. and a lot of their older workforce being laid off mm-hmm. and replacing them with with, with uh, newer people. I mean, it's the older workforce that have all the knowledge of all the technology, all the on prem technology that they. That generate six billion of revenue, but let but yet they're looking to put them out to pasture and replace them with younger people because they're focused on AI and cloud and hybrid cloud, and hence why they bought Red Hat. So, so we've seen them in court over that, and we've seen them in court, you know, during Ginny's period because they haven't been paying salespeople commission. You mean you know, there's lots of stories online about that, and we've been finding it easier to find the bad news stories actually. Well, certainly about yeah about IBM. all of them, but not just IBM, but all of them. But yeah, apart from Microsoft, it's very we've always found it hard throughout the year. We've Trickier. really struggled to find yeah. a bad news story about Microsoft. It just yeah. seems to be like every division. If, if, when I look at their last quarter's earnings, every single division of Microsoft was on the up. Yeah. You know, um, and, maybe we should make that a prediction for twenty one. That we're going to find a bad news story. We just have to look, I think we just need to look harder. Maybe you know. I mean, it's easy to find bad news stories about Larry and. Uh, and and good old Oracle, we come back to that. But yeah, but definitely number one story is you know IBM has split up. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, let's see if maybe we'll see further divisions of of IBM in the next decade. That could brilliant, be a brilliant. Yeah. Know. So number two then. Well, number two, I've mentioned her already. I mean, Ginny Romady uh, stepping down and, and Arvind Krishna oh, yeah. taking over. I mean, that, that was the story that came first. So that was in January. And then Arvind Krishna took over in January. And uh, he but was. But she hasn't quite gone. Well, I think she's chair chairperson. Yeah, I thought she yeah, left. But the no, no. next thing, she turns up at a news conference, like holding, like holding, holding hands, holding hands. <laughs> like yeah. I can't. He's not allowed to go and have this here's, conversation. Arvid can't go on his own. Yeah, and Ginny's there babysitting. It's him. a bit like watching Alec Ferguson, you know, in in UK Premiership football, still sitting in the stands yeah. as all the other managers come through. He's yeah. he hasn't gone away, and. She hasn't gone away, but you know what did she achieve? Uh, I mean, there. I think a, a share price decline of twenty six percent under tenure. Meanwhile, the S and P surged about one hundred and sixty percent. You know, so just totally against against the, the run of the market. Um, as I mentioned in in January twenty eighth, it was twenty second consecutive quarters of declining revenue. Yeah. So she she did a good job there. Um, you know, company wide efforts. You could say to to kind of find older workers and get rid of them um, and meanwhile she got paid 20 million I think in 2019 uh, for growing the revenue of the company in that year by 0.1% so you know well done to her um, and she's still sitting in the stand yeah, yeah. I think that no, no, spent, that, spent a couple of billion before she left 30 billion uh, obviously a big bet on hybrid cloud where they've been struggling um, I mean they've lost the They've lost the. I guess they've lost the the, the public cloud race. I mean mm. that's that's been swallowed up by Amazon and Azure. They're not going to get that back. So they're really going for the the hybrid cloud model in a big yeah. way. 
And I think, excuse the pun, but I think the Ginny Romity cloud hangs over <laughs> Arvind Krishna into the yeah. into twenty twenty one for sure. It's definitely nebulous, that's for sure. And what about number yeah. three? What have you got? Well, number three is it's I suppose it's it's a, some ways it's a sad story, but it's an interesting one in that you know you can't deny that the the, the coronavirus had a big impact on on you know stocks, uh, how we work, the technology yeah, sure. we use during like the last nine months or ten months. Um, it's just been seismic, you know. Talk about Joseph Schumpeter and uh, you know that and disruptive technology and yep. disruptive markets are are uh, well known and are one of our favourite Austrian ec- economists. I mean, yeah, we all went into you know lockdown of various natures back in uh, back in the spring, and uh, and the tech stocks went crazy. Um, the likes of. Microsoft and Teams went from 120 daily daily active users to over 300. Uh, sorry, 120 million daily active users to over 300 million. And um, we saw Zoom increase its its revenues by over 400 percent year on year. So I think its Q3 revenues, if I recall from 2020, were 777 um, million, mm. um, which was an almost 400 percent increase over December 19. Uh, which wasn't too bad at 190 million or something, but but all because of people are working from home, people switch to to that's online. A, that's at a quarter. Pardon? That's in one quarter. Uh, that was a that's the year the year on year increase from 2019 okay. to, tw- to 2020. So yeah. in a year they increased their revenues by 600 million basically, yeah. which is a 400 percent increase. Uh, next quarter they're predicting 800 million. Um, so and and that's why they're now worth more than IBM. But we're still crazy multiples there. There's crazy some, multiples. Oh yeah, like it's, it's it's a multiple of 170 times yeah. revenue or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So nuts. we'd like to have a little firm that does that. Yeah. But I mean, look at the stocks. So we all thought, you know, the stocks, tech stocks will tank. People won't be buying technology. Nobody's going to, you know, uh, vendor or procurement decisions. We put on hold. Tenders will be parked and, and put on the shelf. Mm. But Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Alphabet, Microsoft, all their shares have, have, have risen astronomically throughout the year. And the NASDAQ is at, I think, its highest point ever. It was yeah. at about 6,000, 7,000 yeah. in about April April of, of 2020. And it's now at, at the dizzy dizzy heights of 28,000 yeah. um, and rising. And I looked at it over the last five years, actually, to see was this just a, an annual kind of blip. But it isn't really, actually. Yeah. These tech stocks have been rising fairly consistently over the last five years but this year has been and we're seeing crazy. the mega vendors being passed out here all over the place like you got Salesforce passing out Oracle you talked about Zoom Tech passing out <laughs> IBM yeah, you've got it we've got it happen yeah. the only guys as you mentioned maybe that's why we're struggling to find bad stories about the Microsoft's the only guy only mega vendor that's up there <clears throat> staying up there everybody else is falling back um, yeah I mean Salesforce excuse me <clears throat> had a bit of a blip um um, at the end of their last quarter, you know, they acquired Slack and they dropped, you know, something like 40 shares fell off their $40 fell off their share price, something worth something like 50 billion last quarter. But it's a small drop in the ocean because they have been rising and mm. they're kind of, you know, they're kind of steady now. Yeah. And maybe it was just on the surprising price they paid for Slack of 24 billion, which is definitely above market value. Um and so they've had a little bit of a drop, but they're still worth more than Oracle. Yeah, they're all they're all yeah. they're all worth more. Like look yeah. like DocuSign, anybody. They're all good. Uh, what was it? DocuSign was worth more than United Airlines. DocuSign. Oh, well, that wasn't jo- too difficult. Jo- probably joined the Dow and knocked United Airlines out, yeah. out of the out of the uh, out of the Dow this year. Um, that's happened to a few other 
uh, very traditional stocks, not just tech stocks like yeah. ExxonMobil, etc., fell out of the Dow. Mm. So some of the tech stocks, yeah, are replacing the traditional uh, stocks as, as, that we'd expect yeah. to be there, the oil and gas companies, etc., airline companies. Yeah. So somebody so. was saying recently that it was supposed to be a long <coughs> decade for big oil. I think it's been a long 2020 <laughs> yeah. 20 for big oil. Yeah, no, I think it's... So that, yeah, your top three. Did you have any other ones? Yeah, I think I've kind of talked about the, the top three. Top, top, you know, the kind of, they kind of blend into one another, really. I mean, I suppose, you know, the, the big ones was uh, the big kind of things of the year. That, what was the big story? The one that the mega vendor <coughs> trying to buy, what was it they were trying to buy that little app? Well, well, Salesforce. Yeah. No, TikTok. Wasn't oh, it? TikTok. Sorry, <laughs> that is probably number four. Yeah, I've got to, there's so many stories. Yeah, Tik TikTok, Oracle, Walmart, Trump. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. it's I kind mean, of it's, a, it's everything. It covers you know, political intrigue, politics. You know, international trade, tariffs, uh, China, US. You know, covert ops, secrecy, intel, everything is Algorithms. Thrown, thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. The, my funny take on that story was that. Uh, just before one of, because uh, uh, we're not a political show, but before one of uh, Trump's rallies, uh, which he was having in, I don't know, Arizona or someplace. No, Tulsa. It was yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma, actually, I remember now. Yeah. And all the TikTok users went online and uh, they were buying all the, 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 the tickets to the, to the rally, yeah. uh, which were free. And so it kind of spread wildfire on, on, on TikTok. Buy all, the, buy all the tickets. Oh, yeah, I remember this So story. all the kids went out, yeah. bought all the tickets to the rally, and 7,000 people turned up. Uh, none of these guys probably were still the biggest rally ever. Uh, <laughs> but it was a case of how tri- how TikTok can can mess with you mm. know what's going on. It's a social media thing. I'd say he wasn't particularly enamored by that. Um, but ultimately, yeah, he 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 backed tr- he backed Larry Ellison yeah. uh, to take over TikTok. It's a very strange acquisition. Um, I'd love to see yeah. what ultimately happens. I mean, I don't know that it has it finally gone it through. It's finally gone through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, TikTok, uh, which is ByteDance, is the parent company. We're fighting it in the courts. Mm. I mean, they're they're you know they're still you know owned by you know they're owned by the market predominantly but mm. but they want but but Oracle was to become the, the largest shareholder and Walmart taking a piece as well yeah. um so and obviously very encouraged by by Larry's one of Larry's best mates yeah uh, at Trump so yeah that's a that's a story oh, that keeps oh. on moving I think we'll watch that one into oh, no, and Larry no doubt will give us plenty of stories in in, in 2021 <clears throat> yeah from his island I yeah he's moving to Hawaii is that what I, did I hear that? I heard that yeah he's moving to Hawaii yeah, yeah. so why is that? he owns an island there <laughs> he owns an island yeah uh uh, but he seems to be yeah, moving off the mainland. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, we won't wait pass any judgment there. We'll uh, wait just wait for the stories <laughs> to come out in 2021. Um, we have had our our contacts and spies and all our IBM contacts around the world have been giving us a load of stories about what's actually happening in IBM customers. I thought oh. we might, I thought we might run through some yeah. of these. Now we clearly we can't mention the names of any of the customers, but it, it's quite incredible some of the things that have been happening. I love, I love one that I heard only the other day. Um, a audit uh, a claim of $200 million that went down to zero uh, after a bit of uh, interaction. So the initial claim was that uh, there was a... um, uh, Overusage or something? Overusage is a typical claim. I think Pam talked about this on... ABC. Yeah, yeah. Um, But actually, the fact that it went to zero shows that actually so it's exactly like what what this particular company did is they brought in the right experts to help them Mm -hmm. we've obviously lots of these people like Pam we know out there in the marketplace it wasn't Pam in this case get your defence team get your defence team like 200 million it starts out with that would terrify any organisation down to but then and that started I think during the summertime crazy and within six months 
it's actually gone away. I'd love to see know where they got the 200 million figure from. Yeah. And that's like, we have, we've seen that plenty of times before. We, we talked about the IRS one with Pam on the show as well. There was a, but that was a settlement. They, the IRS settled for 260 something million over five years. And now there's a, a whistleblower has come out to say that the compliance figures were, were, were um, uh, fabricated. Yeah. So, and that's in the courts, yeah. you know. Now we so. don't know the situation here. I mean, many cases it's, it's, it's it could be, there was a genuine misunderstanding, but two hundred million sounds like a not <laughs> difficult. Like how do you how do you justify that one? Sure. And we've seen this before, not just not just with IBM. We've seen it before in our own instance we, a number of years ago, where it's, it started at fifteen or twenty million mm. and down to zero. Down to zero actually is possible. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, yeah. We've had I mean some of the other things that's going on. This oh the 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 bundling that goes on, or the attempts at bundling that goes on. It was an mm. attempt by mm. uh, uh, an IBM sales rep to sell. Uh, $400,000 $400, of extended support for one product and then to throw uh, suggest well you can't you can, that's to allow them to keep support on mm. a product they're already paying support on because yeah. the version has, has become end of life okay this is mm. a typical yeah. scenario yeah. you pay this for one of your products of, in that mix of products yeah. you pay 400000 which is probably double what you're paying yeah. already uh, well, we don't know that for sure. I can't, possibly. Uh, possibly, yeah. But <laughs> anything's possible. The, anything's possible. It could be more than double. Who knows? Because uh, those the numbers often get pulled mm. out. Uh, it seems they often get pulled out of thin air. Mm. But what happened here is that the deal with 400 seemed reasonable to the, to the customer, apparently. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but it was only on offer if they also bought $2 million of additional products that they had no intention of needing or wanting. Lovely. They had no the from, idea from, whether they needed them. Catalogs. Catalogs. It was oh, yeah. un- un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, we had other people who were told that they they uh, that they that they they didn't renew their SNS, mm-hmm. that they actually would lose the right to use the software. I'd love to ask our lawyers that one. Sorry, that's what they were told. They were told this. Hundred yeah. percent. We got this straight back from from the Brilliant. from the mouth of the of, of of one of the end users. Actually, in this case, that was a particular one straight from an end user. Yeah. Like it's unbelievable. These are IBM customers getting told all this information and the the, the cloud pack. Cloud packs. I mean, what's it with cloud pack? Yeah, cloud we, packs we, we, is this term. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> IBM are obviously like all the mega vendors are moving into the cloud, mm. and so they have a new offering. Mm. It's not a product. It's not a cloud. No. <laughs> they just put cloud in it yeah. so they can bundle everything together. But it's really, really dangerous, yeah. actually. Yeah. Because what they're doing is, without being totally upfront and clear to many, many customers, and I don't know about this in all cases, mm-hmm. but in the number of cases we've seen and heard back directly from people is that mm-hmm. they are saying they're not being clear about it. What they're doing is they're going to them saying, oh, this is just a way, a new way of repackaging your, mm-hmm. your software. You'll get a better deal on more your features, SNS, more features. Yeah. Yeah. But actually what they're doing is they're taking away the rights to first for the software it's actually a fixed term mm. they're not yeah. telling them yeah. this yeah um it's incredible so they're losing their perpetual license entitlement and uh for what i also know from from the packs the cloud packs is that it looks it looks like good value as well so up front it looks like good value you don't know you're losing your perpetual entitlement and it's fixed term but if you look at the costs over multiple years it's far more expensive uh, than uh, you know, than maintaining a perpetual license. So you actually pay a multiple of what you would have other pay, otherwise paid. You lose your license right to the to the perpet and it becomes a term license. So if you stop paying, because then you, you can't use the product anymore, and you probably got to rebuy the license. So yeah, I, I, like the, a health warning and it needs to be come, to come with this. And it's you know this is a kind of caveat emptor, you know. Yeah. Buyer beware, but. Uh, 
I think we should actually post a little blog on this to, to, to warn. Ah, oh, yeah, this, because this is people need to. This is a horrible kind of tactic. They shouldn't be doing yeah. this. They shouldn't be doing this because they, and they don't. They actually don't need to do this. It's not yeah. necessary. It's yeah. totally unnecessary. And I think I think it's much it's a much better tactic to be more transparent with your customers in this day and age. Companies see through it. Mm. Companies see through it in a heartbeat, and I can't believe they're still at it. Yeah. Like all these years later, some, some of them see through. But we've been on calls where customers have been surprised, you know, and only when we've told them mm. that they've actually not understood. What yeah, but there's a buying. legacy of trust. You got to remember, with a company like IBM, there's a legacy of trust there. It goes back 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's very hard to break that down. But they're doing it. They're mm. doing it, and they still continue to do it. Um, I'd say you know with working remotely as well, you're not able to stare in the eyes of the other guy. That you know you're the seller at the other guy side of the table, and you're probably getting a little bit duped. You're probably a bit harried. You know everybody's working very hard. Everybody's hard to concentrate, etc. And I'd say you know that can be taken advantage of. Yeah. I mean, I spoke to a, a guy the other day myself who recently in his company was given the IBM portfolio. The guy who had it before him had had retired and. Uh, Really, he had, I mean, fair to the guy, he had no real clue as to what was going on. Now, we've offered him a lot of help to, with, and to give him some advice and guidance, but with, the, with, with that little amount of knowledge, he can only be taken advantage of. There's just so much to know, and mm. there's so many tricks, and there's so yeah. many challenges. So, um, you know, that's what that's we'll, we'll help that. But, uh, you know, but there, that's an, an, an environment in which IBM will, will, will likely take advantage. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't, don't, you don't know what you don't, you don't know. Well, I hope in 2021 we see less of that. Hmm. Um, yeah. And actually, speaking of 2021... Positive outlooks for 21. Oh, yeah. Speaking of 2021, <laughs> I, I was going to say we were going to have a little prediction. What do we think is going yeah. to happen in 2021? Amateur futurist again. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... So here's what I think is going to happen in 2021. Right. I'm a big believer. You know, my involvement in free ICT Europe and yeah. and uh, the kind of the kind of the, the regulation side of things in, in the technology space. Um, we're seeing obviously a, a already through, through 2020. We've seen a lot of things happen, such as the you know the the the, the House uh, Judiciary Committee targeting Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple. As you know, there's been a Department of Justice antitrust campaign against Google. There was a Federal Trade Commission and 40 actually attorney generals of, of 40 states accusing Google of, of Facebook rather of gobbling up their rivals. Um, there's even possible changes in law, Section 30 of the Communications Decency Act in the US. Mm-hmm. So there's already been a lot there mm-hmm. in the US. In Europe, we've had, um, you know, there's been warnings to big tech. There's uh, leaks and, uh, well, formal leaks coming out of what's going to be in the Digital, Digital Markets Act, the Digital Services Act. Potential fines are between six percent and ten percent of global revenues for breaches um, and uh, actually big focus on right to repair actually uh, across with changes to the eco design directive so you've already seen all of this stuff my prediction is as follows mm. we're going to see that ramp up even more in both the US mm-hmm. and the EU but we'll also see it in the next part of the world which is usually it's Europe and US where most things happen China, because mm. remember what happened with the Ant uh, got pulled their IPO. Jack Ma's mm. um, Ant organization, mm. financial services company. Yeah, they were supposed to be the biggest single IPO ever. Three hundred billion was going to be their flotation nice. price. So it would have been a bit at the time. Now all these numbers probably in time will all become small. <clears throat> yeah. But at three hundred billion, that would have made them probably the top ten floated company in the world at the mm. time. Um, it got pulled. 
due to a row with the Chinese regulator. Right. They are going to start flexing their own muscles because mm. they're looking at what's happening in Europe. Mm. They're looking at what's happening in the US. And by the way, these regulators all talk to each other. Mm. I know between Europe and US, they absolutely talk to each other. Mm. And you're going to see some sort of potential joined up thinking there. Do you think there'll be collaboration between well, they, Chinese regulators and... There's not collaboration. I don't believe there's collaboration, but they, they, they do like <coughs> to know... Ways of thinking? They do like to know what's going on because all these companies are global at the end of the day. I mean, I know there's restrictions in China, yeah, but they yeah. still operate... They're still op- Chinese companies want to operate globally. There's a new and there's new administration coming into the United States, which will probably be, I suspect, will carry <laughs> on some of the same tactics that Trump is, but probably in, a, in with different rhetoric. Mm. Um, but the action, they'll still be quite hard on China. Mm. So they'll have to force Chinese companies to, to operate a little bit differently, and indeed American companies as well. Mm. Um, and Europe will, will always be a place where there's regulation. So I think you're going to see more of it in 2021. Yeah. That is my prediction. Right. Okay. I, Shoot. I, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I've been thinking about this, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, look, look at 2020. Nobody could have predicted 2020. I'd love to actually, I'm going to read, you know, the, the Forrester and the Gartner and probably the David Hull predictions of 2020 and see what see if any of them are right. But nobody could have predicted the Black Swan event. I know you've read that book, uh, you know, as to what can happen when there's just, a, you know, you know, a single occurrence that just changes the world. Uh, but what we've seen is the stock, the stocks collapsing immediately on the on the back of panic, um, uncertainty, doubt, what's the fear, anxiety, all of those things. And then they rallied because they were well-positioned stocks. You know, the big stocks, the Microsofts, Zoom, Alphabet, etc. Well-positioned to take over uh, the remoteness of people's working, education, uh, and because of their cloud infrastructure, you know, remote storage, people already moving to the cloud. So, But I've been thinking, but if there's a vaccine, you know, will it all reverse? So people start coming back into the office and maybe there'll be a reversal of fortunes because the stock prices are, are at, you know, all-time highs and the Nasdaq is at all-time high. So my prediction was going to be that there has to be a reverse. As you mentioned earlier, some of the, the, the share prices are at crazy valuations of revenue. So that, have, that, that has to taper off. Um, but then I was reflecting that and said, actually, no, I've changed. I changed my mind at the last minute and said no. It actually will just keep coming, keep keep on growing. And the reason being is that when actually it does get safer and people start going out and uh, we start spending again, everybody starts spending. Corporations will start spending more. IT budgets will free up. All the tenders that were put on hold will be will be re released, and so there'll be that. You know, there is pent up demand, possibly in a different sector of the market, not necessarily with. There's no pent up demand there. People are just spending money online like crazy and getting deliveries every day. I know because I've been getting them from my daughters. Um, but I think we're going to see a huge amount of pent up demand as, with, with an increase in confidence and an increase in, 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 in the growth of domestic economies and as GDPs increase year on year over the next two years. I think we're going to see a further increase in, in uh, the fortunes of the tech companies. But I think it'll drop down to the next level. I think the next level companies will also see the benefit. So my prediction is, and I've been reading about other people's predictions, uh, that the market's going to drop, drop. I think it's just going to keep on going. Um, now, this comes with a health warning. <laughs> you know, Don't follow your investment advice. Yeah, don't follow my investment advice because I'm not a, an investment advisor. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually think, uh, yeah, it's going to keep going. Well, I hope you're right. Yeah, I hope you're yeah, right because yeah. 2021 needs good news. We need good news. And that sounds yeah, like a good yeah. news story. Yeah. Well, the one thing for sure, Brendan, is in 2021, <laughs> you and I will be back with our podcast. 
every For month. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we will have definitely have loads of stories about the mega vendors because they just are the the people who just keep on giving. Yeah, keep on entertaining. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been great fun this year. Thank you and a, and a and happy Christmas you. to you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been great being you know on, on the show. Yeah, and we've had, as I said, we've had some great guests. Mm. I'm sure uh, we're going to have some great guests. We're probably doing another ten or eleven of these in 2021. So yeah. really looking forward to it. So yeah, um, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all our listeners. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas, absolutely to all our listeners. Thank you, and we'll see you all in January. Yeah, take Bye. care.